Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the May 4th episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. For all you Star Wars fans, may the 4th be with you. Yes, yes, absolutely. So we're going to talk a little bit about some announcement. But we're going to first announce May's class. Yes, we have May's class as a thing. Already. We're doing good this month. (laughs) We are. We're going to talk about live event or virtual event planning. And the reason for that may come when we continue on with this episode. Yes, but basically you certainly can do it without sight, but you probably will want some sighted assistance. Otherwise, you could be buying something that you think is one thing and it might not be. <laughs> some sighted assistance is a very nice thing to have, but we're going to give you some resources. We're going to have conversations about how to plan efficiently and how to get things done in the most smooth and also in the most organized way that you can. So it's going to differ a little depending on your event, but some of the main steps will certainly be the same no matter what you are planning. So it's going to be kind of an unusual class and hopefully a lot of fun. We would love to have you come and hang out and learn some of the tips and tricks that can make planning a virtual or live event possible and easier. I wouldn't say easy or stress-free, but certainly easier. And this will be on May 27th at our normal time of 8.30 p.m. And we will send out the information on the events list closer to the time. However, if you received the event information in April, it is going to be the same. So as we stated in a previous podcast, that Zoom information moving forward for the virtual events will always be the same. We decided there's no point in generating a meeting just for that event so it makes it easier on everybody's uh, end absolutely so now you can hopefully join our events with even greater ease particularly if you don't go to a lot of zoom events but you attend ours regularly we should be in your zoom history so that makes it a little easier to find us and join us the next thing we wanted to talk about really quickly is the coupon code for the month of May, which is spring. Spring, because spring is springing everywhere. At least it is down here. It's getting really beautiful. It took spring a while to figure out whether or not she was actually coming to stay or not. So it's finally spring, and we are happy to share the spring love with you guys with 10% off. Yes, and it's 10% off of almost everything. The products that are excluded are the Blind Shell and the Evo, because under contract with our partners, we are not allowed to discount those products. Anything else is 10% off yep and that will end on june 1st so you've got the whole month of may to utilize that coupon so as everybody knows that we're in the middle or hopefully closer to the end of this covid 19 pandemic and kim and i just wanted to share our stories about getting vaccinated i'm currently with my first shot of the vaccine And I wanted to talk a little bit about how I did it, and I thought it was kind of cool. So you got Moderna. I did. 
And how did you plan to get your Vax? Well, first of all, I went on the New York State vaccination website, and this was in the beginning of April, probably. Yeah, it was about the beginning of April, I think, when I did it. And it was a challenge because every time I found one of the dates, it promptly disappeared before I could schedule my appointment. And I was trying to get an appointment sooner rather than later. And the first appointment I got was May 16th. And I decided that that was too far away. So late one morning, I canceled that appointment and I got another appointment for May 1st. So how accessible was this process? I know you said dates kept disappearing. What was the accessibility like? It was very accessible. I was quite proud of New York State. And the dates were disappearing because somebody was on the website the same as me, and they were trying to schedule their appointments. You had to do it really, really fast, and you had to do it. I kind of learned what to press, when to press, and how to press it in order to get the dates. And technically, the first one I got, was in Rochester. And I'm thinking, I don't really want to go all the way to Rochester to get vaccinated. And that's twice. So that would mean jumping in an Uber, going to the train station, going, taking a train from Buffalo to Rochester. I would have done it, but it wasn't my first thing because there were no vaccinations available in Buffalo at the time. It was quite intense. The one I got on May 16th was at the University of Buffalo. It was a state-run vaccination place. And again, that was easy to set up and I got to thinking okay well that's fine I can go to UB it's not too far away it's about 15 minutes if that on a bus so it would take 15 minutes to get there on a bus I'd get my vaccination I'd wait and I'd come home and everybody would be happy now late one night Kim and I pulled an all-nighter to get a super secret project done (laughs) and it was about five o'clock in the morning we were pulling this all-nighter and I thought okay well I've got this one on May 1st It's not too far away, but let's see what else I can find. So I went to Rite Aid and I found an appointment that was four blocks, count them, four blocks from my house, (laughs) which was the ideal solution. Just walk there. Five minutes later, you walk home, you're done. So what had happened is Kim and I are looking for IRA rigs to have our phones on lanyards so they're hands-free. And I was testing with Ira because I have been to this Rite Aid thousands of times. And my only real issue with the Rite Aid is when I'm in there because at the 900th time that I was there, they finally decided to change the store around. So it was always a little difficult to get to the pharmacy, which is where the vaccinations were. And I would always have somebody help me, a customer or whatever. People are really nice when you go in, you know, and they they really want to help out. So I decided to test this IRA thing to see how it would work. And I'm walking down the street talking to this IRA agent. And for whatever reason, either I got disconnected, the headset got disconnected or whatever, whatever happened. So I pulled out the phone. I'm standing in the street, not in the street, but on (laughs) on the sidewalk. And... I thought, okay, I know how to get there. Who cares, right? So I know how to get there. So I take the phone and I stuff the phone back into this waterproof little sack thing that we have, right? And I'm walking down the street. I cross the street. And then finally about five minutes later when I'm 
standing in front of the right aid on the corner. I hear this voice coming from my chest. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me, but according to your GPS, you're on this corner facing this direction on this side of the street. I was like, that's cool. And the voice said that the Rite Aid, if my GPS was to be trusted, was exactly where she said it was going to be. So she must have pulled it up on a map. I was like, this is cool. She was absolutely right. So I took the phone out of my pocket or out of the case and... I made the Ira app the foreground. For those of you that use the service, probably know that if you're not in the app, they can't see the camera. That's why she wasn't sure if she could hear me or whatever. So, so you had the GPS open, not her. I had nothing open. Okay. I wasn't using the GPS because, like I said, I've been there thousands of times. I knew exactly mm -hmm. where I was. So she was the voice coming from your chest Correct. telling you her yes. GPS that Correct. she was seeing. Gotcha. She, was, she was seeing my GPS connection through the Ira app. That's cool. So I pull the phone out. I make the Ira app the foreground. So you do that by going into the app switcher and just bringing her back up? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then I stuffed it back into the case and I was able to use the Ira agent to guide me to the door, which was really cool. Then when I got in there, she guided me to the pharmacy and kind of the neat thing about that whole experience was i was still talking to her and the person on at the desk was like can you sign this and i'm like sure right so she hands me the pen and i put the pen on the thing and both the person and the ira agent said perfect you can sign right there which i thought that was really cool to have that confirmation that the, that sighted person could tell me you know, I mean, it would have been fine without, but it was just a nice confirmation that it worked. And she was able to guide me to the chair. So when I sat down in the waiting area, the IRA agent was able to do that. Then I had my COVID shot. And then the funny thing was, is that I put the headset on and I called the IRA agent and the headset, the earpiece was in my ear this time on the way back home. And I said, I need to find the front door, right? So his customer thought I was talking to him, and he goes, okay, I'll take you. So his customer helps me to the front door. I'm trying to talk to the IRA agent and the customer at the same time <laughs> with one not really knowing that the other one was there because I didn't, I didn't want the customer to, you know, if somebody else needed help, you know, sure. you, want, you want the customer to help somebody else and say, oh, well, you know, and not. Well, yeah, and you want the customer to be hanging out waiting for his shot, too, or whatever he's doing there, you know. Exactly. But he, he was helping me to the door. He, he probably had like a 15-minute appointment or whatever. It doesn't matter. But he was really nice. He helped me to the door, and I continued on my way. The funny situation about this coming back home with Ira is that the first thing I did was launch Blind Square because I'm like, okay, I can do this again. I've done this before thousands of times but i kind of mess up in this one part if you don't shoot yourself off of the uh, sidewalk in a certain direction at a certain angle you could go in the total wrong direction to where i want to be so i fired up blind square and then i was taught i was still talking to the ira agent and we're just kind of talking we're standing at this corner and i'm waiting for the light to go right and the funny part was is that i wasn't at the light the agent says there's no light here. And I'm thinking, there's been a light there forever. 
<laughs> right? No, wait, wait, wait. You've switched agents by now? Yes. Why do you have a different IRA agent now? Because I didn't want to hang out with an IRA agent when I was getting the jab. Yeah. So I hung up with that first IRA agent. It took me, you know, five or ten minutes to get the thing when I'm talking to the pharmacist or what have you, and they're going through all yeah, the Yeah, you've got to wait to that 15. You do. So there's no point in sitting there hanging out with an IRA agent talking yeah, to an IRA sure. agent while I'm sitting in the waiting room going, hoo, hoo, doo, 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 doo. Yeah, time is money in terms of IRA, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. So there's no point. Although, if you tell them or doing something with COVID, you will get free time. Oh, good thing to know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much it is, but you will get free time. Nice. So each time I was doing something with COVID, I told them. They're like, oh, okay. So I'm not going to complain with free time. Mm -mm. So you're back in the street. So I'm back in the street, right? And I'm waiting cycles to go. Cycles, cycles, cycles. Because you're sure just, you're at this light. I'm sure I'm at this light, right? <laughs> so I cross the street and I'm going in, basically to make a long story short, I'm going in the wrong direction. And the IRA agent goes, you're walking west down 1st Street, okay? I'm like, I'm not supposed to be in this direction. <laughs> so it turns out that we did fix ourselves with the help of the agent because you know they know where you live and they can plot a route to where you live so he was able to guide me through getting myself all taken care of what happened was originally when i came out of the right aid i shot myself down the wrong part of the sidewalk oops i wasn't on the street i was supposed to be on that i thought <laughs> i was on and where i should have been so that's why it was really weird because we're like arguing well not we're arguing but we're saying <laughs> okay there's supposed to be a light here but there's not so I thought that was kind of funny. I thought that was kind of cool. But the nice thing was is that I got texts and I got email reminders and all this stuff telling me, you know, when my appointment was and where my appointment was. And so it was a pretty accessible, usable experience. Now, I could have done it without Ira, but I thought that I would test it again. And it was a really, really cool experience. The advantage you had with Ira was once you were in the door. Yes. That is a tremendous advantage, especially in a situation like that where you've got possibly insurance cards and you got to sign stuff and you got to get your vaccination card because, of course, that was your first time. So you were getting your card. Right. All these things you got to do. Right. So that was fun. That's cool. And I had no side effects. Yay for you. <laughs> and you can tell by my my tongue being firmly in cheek that I did from my first vaccine. By the time you listen to this, I will be fully vaccinated. When I got my first vaccine, now remember I'm out in the country and in terms of a statewide vaccine finder, I don't know that there is one currently in terms of up here in the western part of the state where I am. You can find them for certain counties. I know Mecklenburg County had one. Some of the more populated counties in the eastern part of the state absolutely had them. It kind of depends on where you are. I think even Buncombe County around here had one. But a lot of times what you do, or what you were doing, I don't know how it still is here, it may have changed in the last couple weeks, is that you find a spot that's offering them and you get yourself on a list. And then when you are eligible or when there is vaccine available for you, then either you have to call them back and keep checking on it or they will call you. Well, I got lucky because a friend of mine happened to be on Facebook and she called me and she said, they have vaccine doses available at this place. And if you can go today, it's walk-in. You can just go. But if you can go Saturday, then you need to call. So I had the number already. And if I hadn't have had it, I could have looked it up online very easily. 
for this particular venue. And I called. I spoke to a lady. She got my information. And before she and I were off the phone, I had texts confirming both my first and second vaccine appointments. So that was very cool. That was nice. As Chris said, those things are really helpful. So I immediately knew where I was going and when I was going. Now, the way mine worked is... Of course, because I'm in the country, I had to go a long way. And for this particular venue, I went a little further than some of the venues around here. I went about half an hour away into a different county. But what I loved about it was it was a drive through So I didn't have to get out of the car <laughs> for the whole experience, right? And I went with someone. And we were just going to spend the day. And we were going to shop. And we were going to do some other things while we were down there while I was still feeling good. So my appointment was at 9. And by the time 9 hit, I was leaving because we got there early. And they just took me through. We were the second car through. And I was able to fill out the questionnaires and everything with the people there. I mean, they had an assembly line of people. You know, you go through and you're working with these different people to fill out information. And then you're getting your vaccine. And then somebody else comes and tells you where to wait. And then in 15 minutes, you can go. And they tell you precisely what time you can leave. So literally, all I had to do was swing my legs out of the car to get it put in my left arm. I mean, it was a breeze. And I said, you guys have really got this thing just working like an assembly line. It's awesome. And it was. I mean, it was a really cool experience. We're recording this the day before my second vaccine, so I'm expecting a very similar, speedy, fabulous experience tomorrow to receive my second vaccine. So unlike Chris, there was no walking around for me. I didn't even have to get out of the seat of the car. <laughs> so it was great. It was a really nice experience. Everyone was really friendly. They moved you through, and you were out of there. So it was just a great easy experience and i don't think i've gotten a text today as a reminder text to let me know that hey i in fact do have a vaccine appointment tomorrow but i do and i have that text still on my phone so i can go find out precisely when it is although i suspect if it's anything like last time i will be moving through earlier than I even have my appointment scheduled for, which would be awesome and amazing. But if not, I'm sure everything will be great and smooth and on time. And it was just a really great experience. I didn't have an assembly line or anything, really. I filled out, I guess, a lot of stuff online. They asked all kinds of questions at this right age. You had a lot more questions than I did. Yes. So that must have been what happened when I made my original appointment because I just went in there and I it just, I mean, I was in there like five minutes and I was ready to go. You know, I worked with one pharmacist. She stuck the needle in the arm and it's, for those that don't know, it's, it's in your, but it's in mm -hmm. your shoulder. Yes. You can oh. have either shoulder you want. Mm -hmm. I was thinking to myself that it would be in the elbow where they normally draw blood. But it wasn't, you know. Yeah, I warned him about that, but he didn't really believe me until he actually got it done. They tell you to wear short sleeves yes. in many cases. Yeah. And you I really had should. To, I had to remove my jacket because I was Absolutely. wearing a jacket because it was raining yeah. and cold. Mm -hmm. So I had to remove my jacket. But I did wear short sleeves underneath, so it did, it did work out pretty well. The injection itself, for those who haven't yet experienced it, it's a very light prick. At least most of us that I've talked to have experienced it as a very light prick. For me, I didn't start feeling any pain even in the shoulder for half an hour. And then everything began to get sore. <laughs> but there was no pain at the time of the injection. I barely felt it. I felt the pain in the arm for that 
first day. I mean, I, if you call that a side effect, I guess that's a side effect. But other than that, I didn't have any side effects. There were no chills or cold or vomiting or diarrhea or any of that stuff that, you know, they give you this whole list of things and she rattled them off to me and I'm <laughs> thinking, oh, well, let's hope I can make it home. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hit that fast. I did have significant chills. I froze all weekend <laughs> after my first vaccine. I was really, really cold and it was not a cold weekend. So that wasn't very fun, but I didn't start really experiencing any fatigue or anything till about six hours after my vaccine. And up until then I was fine. But once I sat down, I've been on my feet for all that six hours. I was doing some baking and I was doing some shopping and just random things. And when I actually sat down that afternoon after my first vaccine, though, I thought, ooh, I'm starting to feel gross. And I did for about 36 hours or so. I felt pretty nasty, but it went away as quickly as it came. On April 1st of this year, basically a month ago, Kim and I had a private event that we invited a few people to and we had an announcement this is the announcement that we were referring to in the last couple of podcasts yes we finally got it ready to share with all of you and there was a crowded castle there was a crowded castle it was a happy crowded castle it was a lot of fun so here's the origin story has anybody ever heard of a website called blind bargains yeah. So what you do is you put classifieds on blind bargains for people to buy and sell stuff. So sometime in 2011, I put a classified ad out because I was selling a bunch of assistive technology equipment, one of them being a Blazer. So I get this email oh, yeah. from this lady here and she says, does this thing support Interpoint? And I said, no, it was built in 1991. What are you nuts? <laughs> I was a little different at that point. <laughs> probably just like that, too. Yeah, that's about, that's probably about how it's been. Uh -huh. it, yeah. it was a real charmer in those days, right? Yes, yeah. Totally, yeah. right? So, so my response was probably this. something like, LOL. Well, okay, you know, yeah, of course, now that you told me what it is, and now I'm actually paying attention. Yeah, okay. That should have been a conversation. Right. But in that original email, she also told me she was looking for a money reader, an eye bill. So oh, yeah, I, I for whatever that. stupid reason, I decided to save her email address. And, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> and it's, it wasn't like I could blame Thunderbird because I wasn't using Thunderbird at the time where it automatically saves email addresses and stuff. I made a conscious decision for some reason to put her email address in my address book, <laughs> which is kind of weird. It's nothing I would have ever done. A couple months go by, there's an iBill that comes up, so I send her an email and I say, here's an iBill, go get it, right? So back and forth a few times, the iBills disappeared because other people got to them by the time she... It became this massive joke. I'd go like 15 minutes after, get the email, they're like, yeah, yeah, I can finally... No, what do you mean it's gone already? I mean, at the time, they were hugely popular. I was right. never getting the money I did fire. And I was just like, what is going on? So it became this joke. And I kept well, saying, whoops, that's, that's another be. one gone. So then I said to her, I says, why don't you just get yourself an iPod with Looktel and just the hell with the iBill? So that's what she did. I think by then we had kind of gotten to know each other a little bit through some of these emails. <laughs> and we both kind of knew that we each of us had kind of this warped sense of humor. So I knew he'd appreciate ah. the story. And I was just like, hey, you want to laugh? Listen to what a crappy Valentine's Day date I almost had. 
So I was telling him the story. So the stream tutorial came out, and you guys know the story of MA and how things kind of began to progress from there. And I became part of the podcast, and it became a full-time gig for both of us by Mm -hmm. what, into 2015? Yeah, 2016. So basically, you think you're here because you're getting a Mystic Access announcement. And you are because Mystic Access, sort of, because Mystic Access will be closing down only for about mm, three weeks or so later this summer. But that is not the announcement. The announcement is why Mystic Access is closing down for three weeks later this summer. Okay. So I'll just bluntly say it. Kim and I are getting married. I thought that you guys so were cute. married for the longest time, you know? I was wondering when it was going to That's happen. so awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is wonderful. This is wonderful. Wow. Thank you. Well, thank you. Wow. Thanks for telling us. Oh, my God. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Congratulations. That's so amazing. You know, I'm hoping that your business people enough that we won't get an email tomorrow morning that it was in fact an April Fool's joke. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you will lose a lot of customers. Yes. Yeah. We, so we would have that in mind. I, I just I would just be crying. Yeah, I mean we've learned enough about each other in ten years. Yeah, know, ten I think years. We, yeah. You know, we know each other's secrets. Mm. We also know each other's flaws. Yeah. You know, we're, absolutely yeah. we're mature yeah. enough to say this is one of your flaws. This is one of my flaws. Uh-huh. You know, there's times where You'll we're just going to walk away. So oh, I, yeah. Sure. A house. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you He's going to match with you for they'll, they'll kind of match up with the ones that you already know. True. That so, Kim. Both the good qualities and the bad ones will match yeah. up with things oh, that you already you're know. About, Kim. So, you know, it'll be things like, you know, who doesn't put things away or who let the yeah. toothpaste leak all over the counter, you know. Exactly. That kind of yeah, stuff. Fun stuff. So, Kim. <laughs> And Chris, yes, yes. I, I, as you know, I, I wanted to make this, and I said, John, could you record this for me? And he did because I was on oh, radio out of the past. Can you send it to us? Yeah. Oh God. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was doing radio out of the past, and I said I can't not be there because I'm supposed to chair that. And it was so cool because we were talking about radio-related stuff, old-time radio. And John walks in and he says, "Hey." I got an announcement. I said, what's that all about? And he said, well, I'm, you know, I'm listening to Kim and Chris. And he said, it turns out they're going to be closed for a little bit of July. I said, ah, ha, ha, April Fool's. And, <laughs> and he said, no, 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 that's not it. He said, they're going to be closed for three weeks because they're getting married. And the room erupted. So, John, you want to speak into my microphone? What do you want? Yeah. So I was in the other room listening to a Mystic Access announcement. And everybody knows Chris and Kim. Well, they have announced that Mystic Access... We'll be closing down. Oh. April Fool. For about three weeks in the summer. I knew it was going to happen. Because April Fool. Oh, my no, God. You're bad. kidding. Oh, did you, you? Bob, you didn't hear that. No, what? Kim and, oh, my God. This is wonderful. Kim and Chris, <laughs> it's closing down Mystic Access for three weeks during the summer because they're getting married. Oh, I always wondered about those two. Me, died. too. Oh, wonderful. I never said oh, I want to go to the wedding. Oh, God. I love it. This yeah. is so cool. It's the best. 
It took oh, them long enough. You. Jeez. Absolutely. How I, nice. Two wonderful people. Absolutely. Great. What a great story. That's beautiful. Thanks, John, oh, for sharing that. I thought it that. was true that they were closing down forever. <laughs> well, I Anything, knew I fall that. for all these April Fool things, Tony. Yeah. That's the best news of 21. That's it we is. Needed that. We needed it that. It is. Because oh, these are all people that you know for the most part. Know. Yeah. Oh, awesome. From Tech Talk and from Radio Out of the Past. Oh, yeah. Nice. They were so oh, excited. Here. Yeah. Our thing was, you know, as far as going to bed, man, it yeah. it, it, it did happen sometimes. But mm-hmm. then the best thing was mm-hmm. to wake up the next morning for that wonderful makeup. Wake up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, to me, what is so important, and I'm an old maid, is that the two of you are best friends. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. That's so that, important. And I, I will tell you, my parents were married for 58 years, and wow. they were the best. They courted three years before they got engaged and they were the best of friends their whole lives long that was what kept my parents together for it would have been 60 years if she had lived a little longer and that was why Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they were as in love when she died as they were when they married yeah that's that's sweet because if it's just the romance can kind of ebb and flow right but the friendship did stay hopefully forever well, what my mother always said was there could be days that were just especially when they found out that I'd never see. She said it was the worst day of our lives. But she said your father always could make me laugh mm-hmm. and, yeah. and be sure, be sure to make one another laugh. Yeah, I think that's one of the oh, good yeah. things of our relationship. Yeah, we're really goofy people. Yep, and <laughs> that's we're just ridiculous. That's well, how some say? marriages are built. Absolutely. My fiance said he made a goal of making me laugh once every day. I don't even know why he made it a goal because it always happened anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I just had yeah. a good goal. And so now I'm doing the same thing. So we make each other laugh every day. John, let's ask you to talk about what's going to be happening next week. Next week going to hear from a semi-regular and maybe his new fiance. We'll see if she shows up. For those who don't know, by the way, Chris Grabowski and Kim Loftus, who you've heard on this show many a time, announced their engagement last week and they are going to be getting married later this summer, which we all are very happy to hear about. So if she lets him out of the house for next week, (laughs) Chris will be here and he'll be talking about Chromebooks. And then Kim has one coming up later in the, I think in May. Yeah. So that's what we're doing next week here on Tech Talk. Thank and, you. And, and Chris will be referred to as Chris Nova going forward. He yes, he will. They're, they're both changing so. their names. And that's another story, but not necessarily going to. too long to get into here, but Grabowski is not his right name. So he will be changing a name that they came up with and thought up. And you'll know them as Nova, Chris Nova and Kim Nova in the future. And if they have little kids, they'll be supernovas. I knew somebody would get there sooner or later. (laughs) So you may have a few questions now that you know our surprise. And just to give you a few answers, because some of you know the answers to them anyway. You may have heard your voices in that crowded castle. 
We are getting married on August 11th. And we're getting married on the night that is the height of the Perseids meteor shower. And that's kind of a fun personal story for us. One of our first major conversations that we had that was really serious was all about what's out there. What's in the universe? And we found out very quickly that we both have a love of astronomy. And so we're getting married at the height of the meteor shower. And so hopefully we can enjoy some meteors on the evening of our wedding or in the wee hours after our wedding. So that will be super fun. So that's a Wednesday night if you want to think about us <laughs> as we are walking down the aisle in August. So most likely what will happen is around August 1st, Mystic Access will close and will open back up maybe before the beginning of September, but maybe not until the beginning of September. We really haven't decided yet because we're going to be really busy that week or so obviously prior to the wedding and then once we get back because we'll be flying to new york after the wedding we're getting married here in north carolina and my parents are throwing us a wedding and then we're going back to new york probably about five days or so after the wedding so once we get back obviously we want a little bit of time to chill because we're going to be tired so we don't know yet when will actually be reopening certainly you have the ability to order anything while you're waiting just know that shipping may take a little longer if you're ordering physical hardware obviously if you're ordering a non-physical product a digital product you can access it right away at any time so please know that we will be slow to respond to phone calls emails things like that it might take us a few weeks to get back in touch but you'll know why and you'll know what we're doing so it's going to be a busy time it's going to be a fun time we're really looking forward to it, and it's just been crazy and extra hectic around Mystic Access Land because now not only are we working together, we're also planning a wedding together. So, hence the event we mentioned at the beginning of this episode about planning events. So, we thought that was a really good topic for May because we have a lot of experience now <laughs> that we can share with you. Yes, and after the wedding, Kim will be taking the serious plunge of switching states yes after september 1st or whenever we have our free class for september we will both be in the same house yes so when you hear that september class we will be in the same house doing that class although ironically enough not in the same room we'll be teaching the same way we always taught in our offices probably with our doors shut so that we don't hear any background from one another's <laughs> mics so that's kind of an irony about it we will not be sitting on the couch teaching you guys class <laughs> in most circumstances that's just not how it's going to work now it may happen occasionally but it's going to be the rare exception and not the rule so that's kind of a fun thing and you may have heard at the end of this little announcement where they were discussing the fact that our name has changed so please keep that in mind as well grabowski is no more as of now chris is officially chris nova and so of course in august i will become kim nova exactly and the fun part about that is we're going back to the old star thing in astronomy so we picked out our name so yeah. instead of taking one another's name or hyphening the name we were trying to figure out the best way to come up with your own name for example in north carolina you can only take the other person's name and you can only hyphen the name that's on the marriage certificate in new york you can take the other person's name you can hyphen the name and you can also scramble the letters i thought you in... could scramble in north carolina too no i don't think no? so I believe that is, I believe that was kind of the, the weird one where you couldn't scramble in North Carolina. But if you had the 
write characters in each other's names, you could make something out of those names. I don't think G-R-A-T-I-S would have been a good <laughs> idea. So No, it's not very good. There wasn't anything really fun from one another's names where we could make a cool name. We sat there and tried for about an hour, and then we gave up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, no, this isn't going to work. <laughs> and it wouldn't have mattered anyways, because we're doing it in North Carolina. So, But what we did was legally change the name to Nova. I did, and it's legally done, but there's still some red tape that we need to go through to get it officially like done. You know, for everything. Right. It's not a hard process. I was actually amazed on how easy and inexpensive it was. One of the cool things about the internet age is that now there is a service for everything. And you actually found a service that helped you do this even easier. Yes. So what happens for those that are interested, and I think this is kind of cool. It might Yeah, it's an interesting people. concept. Yeah. So what you do is you go down to the courthouse of your county for me it was the supreme court and you fill out paperwork to get your name changed i had found a service online where i could fill out this paperwork electronically they mailed the paperwork to me everything was all filled out and i took it to the clerks and i filed the paperwork and the fees so the next step is you wait for the judge to approve the name change. Now, there are some things you can't have. You can't have obscenities in your name. You can't swear in your name. You can't be a punctuation mark, so I'm not exactly sure how Prince did it, but there's some things that you just can't do. They will reject you. They will also reject you if they think you're a crook, and you better believe they do background checks on you to make sure that you're not trying to run from anybody. So once that's approved, by the court, you then have to put it in a paper of their choice. They tell you what paper, at least in New York, I guess it's for public records, you're supposed to put it in a paper and they tell you what paper to put it in. So that was kind of cool. And the nice thing about, again, the internet age was that for the paper, I was able to send all of the documentation via email by utilizing IRA to snap photographs of the court order and the other things that I needed in order to prove to the paper that yes this is legit because they have to send something back to you that says yes this is legit and then you go back down to the county clerk's office with that paper and that affidavit that says yes this is legit once that's done it's done then you have to do fun stuff like change it with social security and stuff like that, which is what you're in the process of doing now. Right. So you have to get a new social security card with a new name on it. And then you have to go to the DMV and get your state ID. It's, it's, all, it's all easy stuff. It's all easy stuff. None of it takes very long. It's just all the little I's that you have to dot and T's you have to cross to right. make it happen. Right. Let's go back to Ira one more time briefly before we end. Ira has been a godsend in planning this wedding. <laughs> I don't even know how else to say it. We have literally done everything from pick out our rings to pick out our videographer using IRA agents. It has been unbelievable. The funny thing about the rings, again, let's go back to the astronomy thing. <laughs> our rings, and I'm quite proud of this, they have meteorites in them. They have meteorites in them. They're cool. And they, they glow, allegedly. 
they glow yeah they are very cool everyone who's seen them has freaked out because they do not look like your traditional wedding band <laughs> and they are very very cool and for anyone who's interested my engagement ring that is sitting on my finger as we record this is a mystic topaz so that we're not doing anything really traditional in terms of a lot of this wedding preparation so when i put my engagement ring out in the sun it flashes blue and pink and purple and it's kind of amazing <laughs> so it's a color change stone it's not a natural stone basically the way you get mystic topaz is you take a topaz that isn't necessarily so attractive just a standard topaz and you put titanium in it and it becomes this magical color change stone kind of like an opal or moonstone it's really cool so we spent probably two three hours with ira picking an engagement ring because we picked the wedding rings first and then we picked an engagement ring to go with the wedding bands so it has been such a process and a lot of the ira agents know us now they're like oh there's one of the fiancés calling <laughs> to do <Right>. something <laughs> you know so it's been a lot of fun in terms of that but that really has been a godsend being able to do that without waiting on somebody who would probably have a definitive opinion like someone in our families <laughs> you know being able to pick just based on helpful comments from agents and descriptions from agents has been awesome funny been really great yeah, and the funny thing, if you're curious, we would do it with TeamViewer and an IRA agent, and I would call Kim on the iPad using FaceTime. Then I would grab my iPhone, and I would call an IRA agent, and I would put the two next to each other so that one can hear the other one, and nobody has had a problem with hearing each other and i thought that that was kind of a unique way to do it because that way we're both involved and that's been great because we're currently 700 miles apart and so being able to do all this stuff together has made wedding planning way more seamless a lot of times the wedding really becomes the bride's domain and sometimes the grooms like that and sometimes they don't but we really both want to be involved and even with stuff like picking the rings you know, obviously that's something that's important for both of us to have some say in, in terms of what things are, especially in the wedding bands. So it's been really fun to be able to have almost every facet of this done together, aside from my dress, which was pretty much my domain. But aside from my dress, everything was done together. And speaking of my dress, Chris can tell you one other cool, very non-traditional thing I did after I bought my dress, which was just a week ago. She texted me a picture of it. And she said, if you want someone to describe it to you, call an IRA agent and let them describe it to you. So that's really cool. I mean, again, that's non-traditional. The groom's not supposed to see the dress until, obviously, the bride comes out and starts walking down the aisle. But you couldn't see the dress when I was walking down the aisle. Right. It wasn't going to be the same experience for you. So I thought, you know, he might as well have some ideas what's swishing down the aisle toward him in terms of the stress. It was important that he have some idea about that. And if we decide that we're going to do some kind of first look or, you know, a moment prior to the wedding, which we might, that'll give you an idea too. Right. There's still some stuff that's in the planning stages. We still have whoa, three months. <laughs> that's scary but yeah a lot has happened already and it's just may and so there's a lot still to do but there's a tremendous amount that's already been done and that helps a lot with the stress level let us mention one more thing regarding this wedding if you're not sick and tired of hearing us <laughs> at the end of june i will be flying down to north carolina to spend about six days 
together. Mystic Access, again, will be kind of closed during that time frame. So we'll, we'll remind you as the time passes when that actually is. Yeah, we'll let you know as we get closer to the date. A lot of you have also asked us about registries things like that. And we really, really appreciate that. It's very sweet that people want to contribute to our special day. We will be having a registry available, but currently it's not public yet because we got to finish it. So it'll probably be another week or two before that is available. We will let you guys know. Yes, we have to find things to put on it. You know? We have to find things to put on it. The advantage of a wedding at our stage of life because we are not 20-somethings, either of us, is that we have built up a substantial amount of stuff, for better or worse. <laughs> and a lot of that can easily be incorporated into a joint household. So the stuff we need, we're going to have to think about, you know, pretty significantly. There's some stuff like sheets and towels and stuff that's kind of obvious that we'll absolutely make sure is on the wedding registry, and some of which already is. But for some other things, you know, we're having to think about it and try and figure things out. So there's definitely some stuff we still need to put on there and make it a little more full than it is now. It was kind of funny because a friend of mine told me, because he knew this was coming up, and he says, you know what you need to do? I says, what? He says, you need to rent a dumpster. So I thought, okay, well, that's a really good idea. So I rented a dumpster and had a dumpster in the driveway for, what, ten, nine or ten days, nine or something ten days? like that. Yeah. yeah. And here I am going through each room, getting rid of 20 years worth <laughs> of junk, quite frankly. I mean, some of the boxes that I got rid of, they were in the basement and they weren't even opened in, since I moved here. You had more junk than I do. I don't have a lot of junk. I've got some. I don't have a lot. So it's going to be interesting to see how this packing goes because not only do I have to plan the wedding, I have to pack a significant amount of stuff. So that's going to be lots of fun to pack. And then I think what's going to happen is that my parents are going to drive up to Western New York a couple months or a month or six weeks or something after the wedding and just bring me a bunch of stuff. So that will be helpful. So that first six weeks will be a little strange because I'll essentially be living out of a suitcase. <laughs> exactly. But that's okay. So thank you, everybody, for listening to us ramble. And we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed the reveal. I know that the people in our crowded castle really did enjoy the reveal. I don't know how she did it, but she took two and a half hours of fun for the engagement party and took the best of and put it into 10 or so minutes. It was fun. I just got lucky. I found all the stuff I wanted to make sure was in there pretty quickly and put this together. And I loved putting it together. My mom called me. We sent links to our mom's streaming links to the audio. My mom called me and she said, I've listened twice and I've cried twice. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's sweet. So we hope those of you who were at the reveal enjoy this abridged public version. And of course, we thank you for being there. This would not have been the night it was without you guys. It was just super special. And we're looking forward to continuing this planning of now the rest of our personal lives in addition to our professional lives together. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. 
have a question or wish to place an order via phone, call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.